the volume. Back. Happy Friday, Cracko Beverage, but make sure you get your work done first. Sports Gambling with Money Line Monaco coming at you. Two sports with a side of Brian Scalabrini at the end, talking big three and celebrating his Bucks over Suns. Gorgeous win. We are getting out everything on this podcast, airing it out. No more NBA talk until we're going futures on is Westbrook, is Chris Paul going the Lakers, or neither. You won't hear anything more basketball outside of the Olympics for a while. We're just cracking our knuckles, getting ready for football season. Thank you for tuning in. Volume Sports, big shout out to all tuning in. Thank you for subscribing, rating, and reviewing. Please don't forget to do so. It matters the world. And if you do, let me know. I'll shout you out on the IG. Thank you for the Johnny Stockton. All right. On this episode, we got a little UFC. We got a little USA versus Jamaica. And Scalabrini coming on to preview what is to be a premier matchup. This weekend, Power, Nancy Lieberman's squad with Katino Mobley, the ageless wonder, Royce White, how you doing? Going up against the Ball Hogs, Spencer Haas, Jody Meeks, the one and only White Mamba Scalabrini. It's going to be a great matchup. Do not forget to check out Big 3 all weekend long. That's Ice Cube's Big 3. Kanye showed out last week. Snoop Dogg on the promo this week. Let's get it popping. Shout out my boys Craig Smith and Hollins. It's a fun one this league to start and a lot of competition. But let's get into it right away. I am starting out UFC Saturday night fight night. Let's get to our lock of the day. Let's go. Sanhagen versus Dillashaw. The Sandman. Look, Dillashaw knocked out of the UFC by suspension. Has not fought since January 2019. I remember it like it was yesterday. The man got mollywhopped by Cejudo in a cup of coffee. I mean, literally knocked out in 32 seconds and then tested positive for something I can't pronounce, but the short abbreviation is EPO. So two years suspension by the U.S. Anti-Doping Agency and he is making his return against the Sandman, who is number two in his division, coming off back-to-back knockout wins, including one over Frankie Edgar. So the books are leaning Sanhagen. How can you not? And I'm absolutely leaning Sanhagen. But we have a guy in Dillashaw who's 17-4, and four, up against a man who's 14-2. and two. And that, to me, screams one thing and one thing only and that's method of victory so my lock of the day the fight is ending in a KO TKO I'm swallowing the jangle juice minus 180 all day every day and it's simple I told you Sanhagen the last two matchups knocked out and knocked out again well how about six of his last nine wins check please coming by way of KO or TKO it's a wonderful prop bet 
The man is 7-1 in his UFC career, 14-2 all-time, and his only loss comes by a submission from Sterling. I remember watching that. Sanhagen got dismantled. But this is what I'm saying to myself. It's the octagon. It is any given Saturday. But when a guy hasn't fought in two years, going against a man who lives for knocking out people, I got to not try to outthink the room here. I mean, Dillashaw ain't a walk in the park. I mean, this dude's 8-2 and two in his last 10 trips, forgetting about this little Summer of George break here. I mean, he's, outside of losing to Cejudo and Dominic Cruz, won 8 of his last 10. But you look at Sanhagen, and he averages 6.85 strikes per minute and only takes in about half of that. You gotta love that ratio. And in a matchup where there'll be nerves, there's a lot on the line. There's a small chance that Dillashaw could upset Corey. And that's why I don't want to go straight Corey. I'd rather go somebody's getting their face beat in and in. Let's not forget, if you're listening every episode, last time I picked UFC, I went 2-0. I had Poirier over McGregor and the fight to end in a knockout. This one has not as much juice. Minus 180. I got to go with Sanhagen using his speed, his length, his kickboxing, and Dillashaw just being an assassin. I mean, he has eight TKO and KOs to three subs. So I don't see this ending in a submission if it doesn't go the distance. So I'm just going to go knuckle to face one man or the other, bada bing, bada swing, we cash, minus 180, on fan duel, lock of the day, let's keep it moving. All right, degenerate special, let's get it rocking, USA versus Jamaica on a Sunday night, fan duel, same game parlay special, USA to beat Jamaica. Minus 185, parlayed with under 3.5. That is three total goals, and we're good. And it pays. Plus 111. I'm a numbers guy. I love 111. How are you? Look, USA is going to win this game. They've won five wins in a row. This USA soccer team, I've been watching them. They are wonderful with the approach on the pitch. And to me, coming in, Five wins in a row. I love Turner at keeper. I love myself some Dyke. With a side of Sebastian. And this team is still a force to be reckoned with. Without Christian. Without Dest. I'm going to say this. Little bit of history. Little bit of what I'm feeling in this tournament. Okay? USA has won four of their last five Gold Cup group stage meetings against Jamaica. They are coming off a 3-0 group stage. They won 1-0, 1-0, and sandwiched in between those two Ws a 6-0 shalacking. All right? USA actually beat Jamaica back in 2017 to win the entire Gold Cup. But for me, we have a nice, momentous squad. And the last time these two met, 2019 Gold Cup semifinals, USA beat Jamaica 3-1. Christian was in that game. So I wouldn't really go under and try to be degenerate here unless I felt like 
USA, they play very English Premier-esque approach. It's defense to play offense. And I just love the home soil advantage. This tournament in the States cannot be understated. If you go around the MLS League and see how rowdy these crowds are, I love where USA fandom and soccer is going. But I'm just going to say this. Jamaica barely won their last match. They had the score, I believe it was 88th, 89th, something in their minute to get the W2-1. They are not a Jamaica squad firing on all cylinders. Now, I don't want to bore you and go all into X's and O's. I just want to say that there's a reason this USA team has won five wins in a row. And they play very stout defense. Give me some Daryl Dyke out the front, baby. Put him in the FIFA lineup. The MLS starters are all over this team. And I like USA to potentially win this Gold Cup. Now, I'm going under mainly because it's an elimination game. We're not in group stage anymore, so it's win or go home. So I think it could be tightly contested. And on that note, I got to lean under. So I'm just going to take a little same game fan duel parlay. little USA to win little under 3.5, gives us plus 11. So if you're chasing, don't call it the Hawaii game. Save yourself on a Sunday night. Little two-for-one parlay. Let's get it. Turner does his job. Maybe Lutz one Jamaican goal go by. If it's 2-1 USA, we win. If it's 3-0 USA, we win. And, of course, 2-0-1-0, we cash as well. So that's my fan duel same game. USA over Jamaica. Let's cash. Bada boom, bada swing. FanDuel Sportsbook is hooking new users up with an epic Olympic bonus. Just place your first bet of at least $10 on any Olympic sport and get a $100 bonus. Bet at least $20 and you'll get a $200 bonus. That's a bonus up to $200, regardless of the outcome of the bet. To get you started, Here are my Olympic picks. Simone Biles to win women's vault? Check, please. USA men's basketball to win? Absolute lock. Remember, you'll get the bonus on any Olympic event, baseball, soccer, track and field, and more. When you place your first bet of $10 or more between July 19th and July 27th. Promotions like this are just one of the reasons why I love betting with America's number one sports book. It's easy to use, safe and secure, fast payouts, get paid in as little as 24 hours. So download the FanDuel Sportsbook app with promo code MONACO and go for the gold today. That's promo code MONACO. Disclaimer, 21 plus and present in Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, or Virginia. First online real money wager only. Minimum bet $10. Maximum bonus $200. Bonus issued as non-withdrawal site credit that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700, Colorado. 1-800-9-WITH-IT, Indiana. 1-800-GAMBLER, New Jersey or Virginia. And... I will not give you a prop shop. We are instead going to play the Brian Scalabrini interview the night of the Suns losing to the Bucks in Brandon Jennings 6. 
He is going to preview this weekend's matchup between his ball hogs. That's Rick Barry's ball hogs in the big three taking on the undefeated power. He also gives you a nice little breakdown into the Bucks Suns methodology. I asked him a couple questions about big threes in general. Guy had the 08 Celtics banner on behind him, backwards hat, Maddie Staff with it. It's a phenomenal conversation, short and sweet, just like this pod. Thank you for tuning in. Let's get to it. Scal talking with me on the Volume Sports YouTube live stream. Shout out to Brumley for hooking it up. Enjoy. Like a lot of guys are excited, right? But the one thing you don't know is how good a player is because everyone tells you they're good. Well, with Barbosa, I had a little bit of an advantage. I know Bob Myers, and he's like a really good friend of mine. So I called Bob and I asked Bob about Barbosa. And Bob is like, no, nah, the guy's he's a jet, man. He hasn't lost a step. I go, come on, man, be real with me. This is important to me. And he's like, no, I'm telling you, like he blows by our guys all the time. Talking about the Golden State Warriors. That's where Barbosa is an assistant coach. So once I got that like kind of stamp from Bob Myers, at that point, I realized like, why wouldn't I take him? If he hasn't lost a step, which a lot of older guys do, it's, it's natural. Barbosa's 38. So if he hasn't lost a step, then right there, I build my team around a guy like that. So I look for I look for big men that can shoot like Spencer Hawes. I look for another guy that can space the floor like Jody Meeks. So it all is centered around getting pretty much a stamp of approval from Bob Myers saying Barbosa is still exactly what he was before. And now he's a little bit bigger and stronger, you know, because, you know, like guys are getting older, but he still hasn't lost a step. So that's really the reason why I think we've had success because of Barbosa's great play and, and the guys around him are really taking advantage of it. And you just broke it down just beautifully. It is. It's a Spencer Haas who can knock it down, stretch the court. Jody Meeks, of course, knocked down two-way player. If there was a futures bet, since this is a gambling podcast, I'm going in on the Bahogs to get to the Bahamas. What would be That's, that futures? A little plus 175, something of that na- nature? Maybe higher than that. Like, you might <laughs> be able to kind of creep up on that right now. If, if we win this week, that bet would not be a good bet. It looks good that we'll end up in the Bahamas. But if you can jump on that bet now – just sprinkle a little bit of something something on it. There's a good chance we do end up in the Bahamas, but it's a big week. Power is a bad matchup for us. They got Patino Mobley, Joe Alexander, Royce White, big, strong guy that we're going to have to figure out how to defend. And I don't want Barbosa and Jody Meeks wrestling with these guys for the entire 50 points. So we're going to have to figure out some things. But if uh, – if you want to take that bet, I'd say now would be a good time. You can get some decent numbers. I love it. I mean, I think between power this weekend and, and Lieberman and what she's done, just a phenomenal coach. The fundamentals are, are just obviously mm-hmm. there. This might be the premier matchup, in my humble opinion, of the weekend. When you're looking at your squad, and let's talk a little bit about just the style of the big three real quick. I'm watching Catino. It's like. It's almost like grown man strength versus younger guy. Like, I'll take the grown man strength in a fight all day, every day. You're watching him kind of lure you to sleep, walk you back to the four-point bucket, you know? Stripping uh, Isaiah Austin week one, I was doing highlights of it. Talk, talk to me a little bit about just, you can either talk about Catino specifically or just the veteran sure. mindset of being crafty in a three-on-three style game. So that's, so what you mentioned about Catino and the entire uh, power team, like, one thing about the big three, like like the team that guys that I like and the, my style of play or whatever it is, it's not going to work trying to play other guys one-on-one. We're going to have to move the ball, attack, attack to the paint, move it again, 
you know, make the extra pass, go from a good shot to a great shot. And I told you before, I'm really worried about power size and Katino Mobley, like, just like you said, that grown man strength of putting his body on guys like Jody Meeks, who needs to knock down threes and move off screens or, or Barbosa who needs to get downhill. So I'm really worried about, you know, the size and that, which uh, that lulling you to sleep and getting to your spots like Catino does. Catino loves to get that ball to the elbow, you know, get just inside the paint and then step back and knock down a 15 footer. That's impossible to guard when you're undersized. So those are things that are the big three plays that style. And if you like that style, you can like a couple teams like that or, um, you know, like Trilogy is another one. Uh, triplets are another one. Guys that have elite one-on-one -on -one players. We're going to try to play different. We're going to try to sort of, like, you know, cheat code the game and do it with movement and explosiveness and, and shooting. So we'll see how it all plays out tonight. But you mentioned Catino, and, I'm, and I mentioned that matchup. It's going to be a tough matchup for us. Definitely. And just cube lowering the age limit to where you can have guys like an Isaiah Austin powwow with you guys, you know, Royce White, guys that are still absolutely capable of playing in the NBA, you know, pending, you know, here and there, obviously reasons that are just not, not ideal. Talk to me about what you think the, the big three could be in the long run in terms of could it be another G League and outlet here as I let you go and get ready for tip. Yeah, so I, I think the biggest thing is, you know, you got to grow the, the, the style of play and, and you got to make people like that. And you got to make people instead of, um, you know, like, they, you know, they watch NBA, but a lot of people do play half court and you want them to be, get to the point where people are like tuning in to find out different ways to play, you know, that style of basketball. So I think Cube's vision of the whole thing is, is to continue to get the best players but also sell the style of play, which is half court, which is live. You got, you know, like the deep shots, the four point shots. And I, I think that's uh, Cube's vision. And, and the players that we have right now and the ambassadors of the league are doing a good job of selling that. And that about does it for another episode of Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco. Thank you for tuning in. We are going to cash 2-0. I can feel it in my gambling bones, baby. How the fight will end between Dillashaw and Sanhagen. Minus 180 and a KO TKO. Yes, sir. And we are going degenerate special with it on FanDuel. Shout out the FD Sportsbook. Don't forget to use promo code MONACO when you sign up. Unbelievable. Sign up bonuses, USA to win, and the under. And we celebrate it all night long till we get to our Monday podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed the Scalabrini interview. Big thanks to Scal for coming on. And of course, Brums on the ones and twos. Thank you so much, as always, for tuning in. Do not forget to hug your mothers. Ta-ta real smooth. We'll see you next time.